0: what's up everybody you're listening to out of the box podcast with your host d star enjoy the show what's up everybody this is your host d star here with christina williams christina williams how are you today
1: i'm doing great
0: so you got to meet my lovely wife i did rocio Mm, yes she told you about her many 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 plants
1: Yes, fantastic. It's a little jungle up there.
0: It is a jungle in here. (laughs) So for the people that don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: So I am the executive director at the Sunprey Chamber of Commerce. I came to the chamber as a former business owner. So I had a great deal of respect for the members that are at a chamber. I had been a member of a chamber myself. (laughs) It gave me a really great perspective coming into the chamber and understanding what I was looking for when I was coming into a chamber. It was a great fit for me. I've lived in Sun Prairie for over 30 years, raised my family there. I have four children that have gone through the school district there. My husband and I have lived in the same house in Sun Prairie area for 30 years.
0: Wow. Yeah. 30 years. Yeah. So it's safe to say that you are invested.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. This is my home and I've lived there longer than I've lived anywhere else.
0: What role does the chamber play in the community?
1: We view ourselves as a connector. We are responsible for connecting our member businesses with the community their customers, businesses that maybe they need or businesses that need them, as well as the resources that they may need to be successful in their business.
0: Yeah. And I can vouch for that because I'm a chamber member.
1: Yeah. And I don't know how
0: long I've been a chamber member. I think I've been a chamber member for about two, three months.
1: Maybe longer.
0: It was in the spring. It was in the spring Mm -hmm. because I remember still having to wear a coat. Yeah. And now it's record-breaking heat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Yes. It's been a summer.
0: Yeah, it's been about, you know, about as long as the summer, Mm -hmm. uh, right before the summer. And the connections that I've made and the people that I've met have really been lucrative, not only for my business, but personally, I feel a really great connection with you. We talk, I, I tell people, I was <laughs> like, Christina. I'm like, you know, I talk to Christina like once a week, right? <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: right. Yeah, right. Uh,
0: working on this Cornfest thing, I really enjoy our, our conversations. Yeah, like- Speaking of Cornfest, How did CornFest start and what's its main goal?
1: All of the dollars that are raised at CornFest are turned back into our community to help with scholarships and health initiatives and bettering. For starters, CornFest is actually celebrating 70 years and it was started in the 50s when Uh, actually it would be 1953, (laughs) seven years ago, really it was the community members looking for a reason to come together. So it was these business members that came together and said, you know, we'd like to have some kind of a community gathering. So where the Bank of Sun Prairie is wasn't there. And it was a park at the time. They hosted a corn boil and invited the community. It was a great way, like I said, for the community to come together. And over the course of a couple of years, it grew a little bit more. They decided that it needed to stay around. So they looked at businesses in the community and tried to decide who could take over the planning of this because these business owners were trying to build their own businesses. So to take time off to do this every single year was difficult. They looked around and they're like, oh, well, you know, the chamber, chamber has staff. We'll give it to the chamber.
0: And since you've been at the helm, mm. you understand why they did that, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I really do. So it was born. The chamber owned Corn Fest and put on this festival. The Stokely Canning Company, they decided to donate the corn and they would boil the corn and they would deliver it, moved it down to Angel Park. I can't remember the year exactly, but and so they would just deliver it. Well, the, the canning company was... Where the nitty gritty is right now. And so it was really a really easy transition to take it over to Angel Park across the railroad track. And when the canning company closed, they gave the canning equipment just enough to do for Cornfest to the chamber. And so we own a huge industrial boiler and um, these steaming vessels where the corn gets steamed for for the festival.
0: Cornfest has done a lot for the community. As the community grows, we're trying to be more inclusive to everyone. Yes, in the community. Can you tell us about the culture celebration and why it was created?
1: So we've done a lot with Cornfest to try and engage the diversity of our community. Two years ago, we had La Movida start coming in on Sunday because the Latino community. Shout out to La Movida. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> right? The Latino community, the maze is such an important part of their culture. And so it was a natural fit to have them come in and it's really become a really Big Sunday event for so many Latino families to come out to Cornfest and celebrate with live music and contests, et cetera, so on. It's become a family event for so many. They'll come out and they'll just hang out all day. So it's really been fun. But we thought, well, what can we do to further this? So this, with the help of some business owners in our community, you and certainly are one, um, we listened and we said, Okay, what can we do? Thought we really want to embrace our black community and Give them a platform, right, for sharing with the world their culture. And to celebrate the fact that we have such a great community and we just really want the black community members to feel welcome and we want them to have a space where they can go, oh, look, they're playing music that I know and I love and they're, you know, I I'm, I'm seeing more of people that I know and I'm comfortable with and trying to merge those two things so that we can bridge a gap that exists. You know, we just want everybody to feel Welcome and loved and valued at the festival. And this really gives us a great platform for that. We really want to start the dialogue, continue the dialogue and have it be a two sided conversation. So, you know, shout out to you for really seeing that and bringing it to me. Right. And saying, hey, I have this vision and really challenging me to think outside the box. Absolutely. Um, I'm just doing my civic duty. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) For my community. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And it's a great community.
0: It is. That's it. That's all. It is. Yeah. So what is the main message that the chamber and the city would like the black community to know?
1: I can't speak specifically for the city.
0: And not to cut you off. Yeah. That is a great point. One of the common misconceptions is that the chamber and the city are one and the same. Mm-hmm. When in fact, they are two separate entities. Yes. The chamber is its own entity and the city is its own entity. They might have some of the same interests,
1: mm-hmm. of
0: course, Yeah, but they're not necessarily intertwined to the fact where if the chamber goes left, the city's going to go left. Yeah. There's, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of... Projects that you wanted to do uh, or things that you wanted to get done that the city, you know, wasn't 100 percent on board with. As quick as you wanted them to be, or they've just flat out said no. (laughs)
1: Sure. (laughs) We've really worked hard to build a relationship with the city. And that's really been done for the benefit of our members, right? Because if we have a good, solid working relationship with the city, if we have a business that comes to us with a concern or an issue, we are able to sit down. We have that immediate connection with the city and we can call them and we can say, hey, you know, this is a concern or something that's happening, but we had a member call us and say, we've, we heard from the city that it's going to take, or we've, we're hearing rumors that it's going to take six to eight months for us to get a permit. And we're, we can't wait that long. We, we have the equipment. We need to get this done and that permit can't hold us up. We need to get move. Uh, is there anything you can do for us? And I actually made a phone call to the city and I said, okay, who do I need to talk to? What do we need to do? And what I was able to do was I was able to connect the business with the exact person that they needed to talk to so they would know exactly how to submit all the paperwork in a way that it would be approved. And what happened was instead of that business needing to wait six to eight months, they were able to get it done in four weeks. Wow. So that's the value of what we can provide. And that's why we have such a close working relationship with the city. So what
0: is the main message that the chamber would like to send to the Black community?
1: We've worked really hard to create an environment where all of our minority business owners are welcome. So we've really gotten to know some of the individuals over the Black Chamber. I had a great conversation with Jessica from the the Wisconsin Latino Chamber before she went off and did her thing, which I'm so excited for her family that she's now working on a more national level and is able to really advocate for. So that's really exciting. But we also recently started working with the LGBTQ community. So we're really trying to create a space space that everyone's feeling welcome in and and we and part of doing that is when we have anybody come in and it, it's just anybody we we have a lot of connecting events we have a lot of networking events every week Every week, every Friday morning from 9 30. Coffee and chat. Yeah, absolutely. It And it's a great place to really get to know people personally. Shout out to
0: Action Jackson. Yeah, oh, man. Action Jackson <laughs> set the attendance record for he his really sponsored Coffee Chat.
1: He really did. Oh, my goodness. I think we had almost 50 people there. It was crazy. And that's incredible, considering when we first envisioned Coffee Chat, we were like, it was just a small... Small group of eight to 12 people checking in making sure everything was going well and talking about the challenges that they were having in their business and to go to you know almost 15 people <laughs> what a fantastic day too it's just such a fun time to really engage with people and it gives me the opportunity then to introduce them to others our business community, our members in Sun Prairie, there's just something so special about all of them. And when you come to Coffee Chat, we have some regulars that are there and they will just literally wrap you up into the event. Before you know it, you're talking to everybody there's, you know, and that is by design. I did not want a chamber where people would come to an event and sit on the edge trying to break in and leave the event because they just couldn't break into a conversation.
0: It's definitely not like that. Coming to Coffee Chat and people are wanting to know who you are, Mm. what your business is, and how can they collaborate, you know? Or, hey, do you need any services in this? Or call me if you need any office supplies or furniture or anything? You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. they want to do business, you know? Yeah. Shout out to Bob too. Shout out to Bill. So Bill is hilarious. (laughs)
1: He he really is. He, He's he's such a great ambassador, and he is an ambassador of and the Steve. chamber.
0: I like Steve too.
1: No, oh, Steve's great. Yeah, and Steve is on the city side, so yeah, he's an alderman, right? He is. Yep. And that's really important too, right? We have our city officials engaging with the chamber and wanting to engage with our business members in these environments. That's really important for people to understand that they really do want to know, and they really do want to advocate. They want to know what we need to do to make this community inclusive and welcoming and a safe, warm place for everybody.
0: So what are some of the misconceptions that you would like to clear up regarding the reputation of the Sun Prairie Chamber of Commerce?
1: All I can do is speak to the chamber and what we're doing, right? We are focused on the future. We really want to create that space uh, that people feel like they're heard, like they're important, like they really matter. We are doing what we can through personal relationships, through outreach, through connecting with people who can help everyone understand that that's where we're headed in our business community. And if our business community can do it, then our entire community can do it, right? So we're setting that standard of we want everyone to feel like they are a part of this community.
0: Awesome. I really think that you're really speaking from the heart and speaking truth, in fact. So, thank you for that. Mm. So, what's next for the chamber and how can people get involved?
1: Yeah. So, what's next for the chamber? Cornfest. Cornfest. You know it. You know it. Um, So yes, we are actually, for us, we are actually looking for volunteers. So you want to get involved. We have some really fun things that people do, our community members do, and any members can come in and and do it. I don't have the volunteer roster public. So people reach out through us and and our member businesses have it. So you you know, anybody wants to do it, they can they can get the link through the the member businesses. But to get involved at Cornfest, I have sign up genius for serving hot corn. Yeah, that sounds like okay. Well, what do we do with that? It literally you're you're the ones that are as people are coming in to get their hot corn. They're so excited about this hot corn, <laughs> it's crazy. You know, they're the servers are actually picking up corn and putting it in the tote. They're taking it off a conveyor belt and put it on the tote. Um, so we have those types of positions. We have helping with uncooked corn. We sell a lot of uncooked corn because it's really inexpensive. We we do a a brown paper bag. It's you pick, can't husk, but you pick. It's ten bucks for a bag. Really an expensive. So we have people there that are helping pull the corn out to the edge of the trailer. They're helping to pick up garbage. They're selling the bags so that people can pick their own corn. We also have parade volunteers. I need a lot of parade volunteers. So we have the parade on Wednesday night and the block party afterwards. I overlap the parade and a band downtown. The parade starts at six. The band starts at seven. The parade is probably going to be another hour and a half parade this year. So there is that overlap hoping to draw people downtown. The band that we choose is, they are last year and this year, it's the same band, but they're a local grown band. They're all high school graduates of Sun Prairie High School that are part of this band. And they sing songs from all years, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. They're across the board. The parade, we have people that need to stand at corners and make sure that cars know they need to turn around. We have barricades or cones up, but you know we're making sure that people are behaving <laughs> at the corners and also helping with the parade lineup as people, as the parade floats come in and the entries, helping with them check in with the check-in process to make sure we have them on the list. All of these things take a lot of people. It's an incredible number.
0: What about businesses? How can businesses get involved?
1: To become a chamber member... We have an online application at sunprairiechamber.com. When you get there at the very top toward the right, it says join us. You can click that, you can fill it out and just go through the whole application. Our membership is based on the number of employees that you have and that's by design because when you apply to be a member, All of your staff can take advantage of the benefits that the chamber has to offer. We have educational opportunities that maybe, you know, you want some of your staff to take advantage of, or you want them to do networking. So you can enter them in as representatives and then just hit submit. You can pay with credit card online, or if we don't, we get an email anyway, and it says, Hey, They haven't paid. We reach out and we're like, hey, do you have any questions? What can we do for you? And so our sole proprietor is $175 for the year. The most that any company would pay is $675. And that is for businesses that have over 30 employees. So a small business, one to five employees is $255 a year. And for that, you can come take advantage of all of our opportunities. And you also get an opportunity to be in our community guide. So the Sun Prairie Community Guide, we don't have Yellow Pages anymore. So the Sun Prairie Community Guide is pretty much the closest thing that we have out there to a Yellow Pages and it goes across the city. So people moving into town, realtors are giving it out to them. They're in the hotels. So visitors, they're getting them. It also gets distributed across the Midwest. So we have a network of other chambers, tourist locations. So the tourist places in between the roads as you're going up the highway, we have them in a lot of those places places as well throughout the midwest. So Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, yeah, across Wisconsin. And it just continues to grow.
0: Yeah, it does. It, it's growing rapidly. Yeah. And come kind of like a hot spot in the Madison area because yeah. some prairie like has everything now,
1: you it, know? Yeah, so you absolutely. really don't
0: actually have to go
1: Mm-mm. into
0: Madison if you don't absolutely need to.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. People
0: actually come to some prairie Mm-hmm. To go to the movies, right? Even though they have a movie theater, you know, at Easttown Mall or you know yeah. wherever, actually come to some Prairie.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Every amenity is available,
0: and that's kind of by design from the chamber, right?
1: Um, yeah. So our economic development is is actually our, through the city. We work very collaboratively with them. Prairie Lakes was actually a farmer that wanted to sell his land. And he had this vision. So that's really where that kind of came. But the city had to be on board for that. And then, of course, the chamber supports in any way that we possibly can. We have a lot of members over there in Prairie Lakes, including the movie theater. <laughs> including the movie theater. They might be at Cornfest. Probably. Yeah. yeah so how can people
0: get in contact with you
1: so they can give us a call at the chamber Our i'll give your phone number is 608-837-4547 or they can email us at info at and they can go to sunpraychamber.com for any information that they would like to know more
0: well christina thank you for coming on the podcast i really appreciate it
1: mm, thank you so much for having me this has been fun <laughs> <laughs> You're great to chat with. (laughs) I'm D-Star.
0: Until next time, guys. Thank you for listening to Out of the Box Podcast, an inspiring show advocating for our current and former inmates and their families in Wisconsin. Are you interested in starting your own podcast? Click our affiliate link or Buzzsprout for all your podcast hosting needs. You can also support the show by clicking our support link in the description.